Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So this evening, I am off-site. That's right, not in the home studio. Going back to my roots, the way the podcast started by being live on-site in other people's grills. We've done it live in Starbucks. We've done it at... Uh, all kinds of restaurants, Wegmans, we've done it, we've Nothing done it at Whole Foods, Whole Foods. There you go. Yeah. and we've done it in this facility before where I am today, because today I'm here at F13 Performance in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Today's show is going to be themed around the importance of the future, the future people, of functional fitness. And again, if you go back in this show's history, way back, if you go to LilyField.com and you search for Rob Eschbach, it was under a different brand back then too, it was called SYR CrossFit. Yep. which is a branded form of functional fitness. We're going to get more in that today. So without further ado, I don't just have one guest co-host today. We've got two. We've got Coach Matt Beckwith, his first time on hello, a podcast, hello. joining us today. And we've got, again, as I hinted, Rob Eschbach, the owner of formerly SYR CrossFit, now of 13 Performance, returning to the microphone for a second time. So good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Thank you, Scott. Welcome. Yeah. I'm going to get comfortable because yeah, yeah. Back. We got for the people couches, that are going to listen to this in the podcast world in a couple of weeks when this airs, um, you guys got some new slash used slash donated, <laughs> very swanky leather furniture. Yeah. If you yeah, have man. used furniture at home and it's still in good condition, we'll take it here. I, I like it. I mean, this is, so again, anybody's ever been to a functional fitness facility or a CrossFit facility or whatever you want to call your garage gym, most places don't even have couches. Uh, your prior couch... Would required repetitive shampooing. Yeah, yeah, to it was keep rough. very nice. And yep. then, uh, well, now you could just what? Sandy wipe it. We wipe it, wipe it down. <laughs> we keep it sanitized. <laughs> it's usually used by the kids and their iPads while the parents are working out. So yeah. it's it's good. So who should we shout out for the donation? Uh, this is actually uh, Michelle and Mike Satowski's uh, parents. They okay. Let, and they dropped it off. Yeah, there it's, we go. It's great. So we. Uh, so again, a lot happens from your membership, man. Right, you have great people, dude. You got good you, people. You can't be it. They're not. They're not members, man. They're they're family. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, we, we got to give them. some shout out to the community because I'm gonna go ahead and tie it all together. I mean, that's what got me into CrossFit was I. I originally I got into it because of the firefighting in my past, but and then I, I didn't know what the hell CrossFit was until I showed up and my squad boss beat the living snot out of us for the next two weeks straight, 14 days, two a days. Yep. Um, and you learn real fast that you might not have been that functionally mm-hmm. fit. Uh, for the career ahead so yeah. and then i never even stepped foot into a box or a crossfit facility until probably really a year later after the firefighting season i started to try and drop in at a couple places and never saw a rig before or never did like a, a nice pull up on a nice rig right <laughs> we had bars welded off the top of one of those big giant shipping containers that goes on those freighters you just hang on the ladders and swing no, you had to do a box jump to get to your pull-up. Oh, gotcha. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Again, functional, right? Like, yeah. not every bar that you need to do a pull-up from is right there in your face. So get up there. Right. So, um, and then, obviously, fast forward. Actually, now, as of this year, 2020, 10 years later, uh, I'm hanging out in one of the biggest facilities in the greater Lehigh Valley of Pennsylvania. Yeah, at CrossFit Advanced, local local gym in Easton is the only one larger. They're, they're also a great facility. Yeah. I was gonna say, have we ever checked the actual square footages? Are yeah, you guys... they have. So they have a separate room. Sometimes a... size does matter. It I mean, does. It does. They have a <laughs> besides their their functional fitness space, they have another ten thousand square feet of turf space. Okay. That they use for team training. So they win. Okay. They're they're bigger for sure. 
They weren't always that size, though, too, because no, there was a cheering yep. facility in there, and then I think they, they took, took it over more of the space. And that's where they got the extra 10,000. 10, yeah. Well, that'll help. Yeah. yeah. And it's exciting to see them have grown as fast as they have, too. Oh, they're great people. Uh, you know, it's great about the community here with, you know, functional fitness, CrossFit, micro gyms, as we like to call them. Um, we're family. We're all friends. We all help each other out. We support each other in our competitions and fundraisers and that kind of stuff. So it's uh, we're lucky to be part of a great community here in Lehigh Valley. Yeah. And I'm going to refresh... Guys, in the podcast world, sometimes your microphones have to t- tickle your whiskers. So if you see us really holding the microphones closest because these are really high in microphones and a dynamic microphone requires that. So that's your audio lesson of the evening on a fine Saturday evening. But, that was a nice passive way of you telling me to get the microphone yeah, in my mouth. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, though, it's like I don't want to be overdrowning you guys and my vocals carry. So I actually, if anything, yeah. I think I might dot myself back a notch here. So. Again, in the Facebook world, they have no idea what I'm doing. But perfect. Um, but actually, I did have some fellow podcasters watch the live feed earlier, announcing tonight's feed. So they might be watching this right now. So Beautiful. I am on a Saturday night watching us. I'm sorry. Well, Whoever's this is it. podcasting. Yeah. I mean, you never gotcha. know. Uh, we geek out about this stuff. Yeah. So excellent. But hey, Matt. Hey. Welcome to the podcast world. Thank you. Have you ever listened to podcasts? Yeah, I was avid <laughs> podcast listener, never podcast participant though. So, well, you're not just like a guest interviewee; like you get to be a guest co-host. So, awesome. the best part of that is that should not stress you out. That should relax you because you're actually you get to ask me questions. I get to ask you questions. It's gonna it's a whole well tonight instead of a two way conversation, we're having a three way conversation. There we so, go. Yeah. So, well, let's get right to it. Okay. Why do you want to sit down? I mean, besides the fact that we've joked around over the we past two and, and a half years. We talked about it for two and a half years about <laughs> catching up. We had our first podcast. It was my first time. We talked about the growth of SYR and the new U program we're doing and all this stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. And then on a weekly basis, we said we got to do it again. Fast yep. forward two and a half, almost three years later, we're doing it again. And I, the best part was, it's not like we haven't talked about it. No. Usually it was bi-monthly, yeah. tri-monthly, depending yeah. on what was going on. It's just, it's hard nailing you down. I mean, you know, before we go into that, congrats on your success with the podcast <laughs> and the growth of Live the Fuel and everything else you've been doing, man. You're a, you're a tough man to nail down. You came home Wednesday from a, you know, epic ski trip. Oh, yeah. Got well, back. Or was it, or and was it Tuesday? Le- I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. And then you're leaving again tomorrow on another trip. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. I fly out tomorrow morning. My flight leaves at 9.15 a.m. from ABE, connect through Philly, down to Orlando. And then I'm down there at that uh, big trade show conference for my other client. And that's till... I don't get home here until midnight Wednesday night. Wow. Oof. Lucky you. And then right now, well, actually, no, my wife's out for ladies' night while we're here, you know, bro- bromancing here under the microphones, under the lights. But uh, uh, she's she will be helping me figure out our flights because now we just planned our second ski trip. Where to? Utah. Love Utah. My favorite place <laughs> to go. I'm a, I'm a snow basin guy. Yep. Love it up there. Well, we're going to... Uh, we, we, so the other night, we're at our friend Jen's, and we conferenced in our friends in New Jersey that I all used to do. So I used to be a former USSA ski race coach. So my the actually, my friends who married us, so mm-hmm. my friend Kelsey, she got internationally ordained and married us in St. Patrick's Day, so that's mm-hmm. less than a year ago. Um, anyway, so they're on the conference call. We're all like, where are we going? we got to narrow this down. And uh, anyway, so we decided, let's, let's just jet set to Utah. Let's do the Park City thing. We're renting a sweet Airbnb right in downtown. You can walk right to the lift within six minutes. It's a great nice. town, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, go hit up uh, these are totally CrossFit first Park world, City. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Spiel. I mean, <laughs> first of all, problems. Um, but yeah, that's going to be twenty uh, eighth of, of February to, into the first week of March. So if anybody's watching this and loves skiing, feel free to catch up with us out there on the snow because uh, we will be skiing a lot. Yeah, because actually, Vail, Colorado, 
we did 127,000 feet over <laughs> over six, seven days. Jeez. So. <laughs> Good for like you. You used, to, you used to board. I had to learn for work, man. I had to, I had a ski and ski out uh, office, so I had to learn either snowboard or ski to get to my office when I was with the uh, dude tour with NBC back in the day. So Not a problem to have. No, it, it is a problem when you don't know how to ski or snowboard, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> where is that? I had, where is to, that? I had to learn real quick a little later in life, but it was. Uh, I'm glad I did. It's a great experience. Well, and where are you at in the snow sports? Anything at all? I don't. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a, a swimming background. And you have uh, a big winter, swimming background. Yeah, <laughs> winter was usually pretty busy. So uh, for me, growing up, it was just never really something I got into. Okay. So. Well, it, so that's kind of fun. I mean, the podcast, I like to bring it up once in a while. I love the diversity of health, fitness, sports. I tell people all the time, it's like, if you can just find something that excites you, go with it. Yeah, and then when absolutely. you get bored, try something different. Yep. And again, this kind of ties us all back to functional fitness, right? Like you have a crazy ski uh, or well, swimming background. Mm-hmm. You had to snowboard to work. So you had to figure out how to snowboard. Right. I didn't learn to ski until I was 18, whereas my wife grew up skiing. Uh, never planned on becoming a USSA ski race coach. I just really enjoyed working with the kids and the team. And, and my skiing was getting better because I was surrounding myself with people that were better than me. Right. Huge life and professional tip, ladies and gentlemen. You know, get surround yourself with people that shock you, surprise you, and also just make you feel like crap because they're that much better than you, but you will absorb the skills. That's what I like about this facility. People that challenge you. Yeah, right? So, Matt, back to you. Why are we sitting down today? Rob and I know why, but I also know said we got to get Matt on the mic. So, Well, um, jumping around a little bit, since SYR became F13 Performance, um, I've come on here full-time. I know, man. It's huge. Um, It's huge. It's massive. Big change for me. I come off a, a 20-year career coaching swimming um, at the collegiate and club level for United States Swimming. Um, got to work with a lot of really great kids and athletes and uh, other coaches. Um, I still stay in the community a little bit, but more on the strength and conditioning side. So um, I currently we have uh, the Emmaus High School swim team come in here two nights a week. Yeah. Um, and Dr. Aquatic Megan Club. Cannon, shout out to her, yep, sports psychologist. She works with them as well, right? Yep, yep. I just saw her today, yep. actually. We were at the uh, the Parkland Emmaus swim meet, big rivalry And event. you train her, don't you? Yeah. Or coach her? Yes, yeah. I do. Yes, yeah. I do. Under, and again, which, which program is she under? Because again, a lot of people think, oh, it's a former CrossFit facility. Everything is CrossFit and group fitness related, but that was a big shift that happened mm-hmm. also. Yeah, so, not at so all. So we started offering uh, individualized programming. Yep. For uh, for people that come in here, um, it's you know I think people will hear that and be like, oh, it's a competitive program. It's not. Um, this is fitness for everybody. Um, we meet you where you are. We talk about your goals and what you want to do. Whether that's you know somebody that wants to come in here and lose fifty pounds to get off high blood pressure and diabetes medication, or whether that's somebody that wants to pursue functional fitness as a sport. Um, either in the CrossFit world or in USA Functional Fitness, as we'll talk about later. Yeah. Or, you know, if aesthetics are your goal, we can make that happen. Um, but, yeah, we, we basically have clients come in. We sit down. It goes through everything from their, um, their fitness program to health, lifestyle, guidelines, like stuff that we can work with outside of the gym, um, nutrition, things like that. Nice. So that's, that's kind of where I come in. Um, 
you know, I, I coach the group classes for sure. They're yeah. awesome. I love doing it. Um, but definitely lean, lean more towards that, uh, that individualized side. And then you try and find the free time, like Rob, to actually get your own workouts in. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> actually, when we came in this morning for the partner wad, I think you were back there snatching, weren't you? Yeah, trying to. There you go. Just trying to move <laughs> a little bit of weight around. Well, let's connect back over, Rob, man. Yep. So we've all just kind of hinted. There's been a lot of change. Correct. I mean, yes, I, I'm beyond grateful and, and excited to see the growth of my brand, as you hinted at, Live the Fuel, right. and I never had, I, I bought more toys for tonight's podcast. It's, it's becoming a gear problem, people. Um, actually, <laughs> there's no such thing. Before you came in with a backpack, now you had a like a, a man bag, a backpack, a hard case, like you had a yeah. whole thing going on. Now yeah. we, had, we had a light that's giving me a suntan over here. Exactly, yeah, yeah there's it's a ring light. There's another one arriving by tomorrow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> studio upgrades. Yeah. So, But then I realized, like, wait a minute. The reason why I buy my gear is I want it to be travel friendly. Let's see if we can bring it in here and add a little more uh, sauce to the F-13 and make it shine. And I'm like, it actually worked out pretty nice. The F-13 so. that you and your wife put on the wall, might I add. Yes. Uh, no. Let me pause it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I do not professionally do this. It was or a my great wife. treat. Again, our community. You're part <laughs> yeah. of our community <laughs> here. So, Best you know, Christmas gift of the year. It was a great gift. So thank that you very much. That became a bigger Christmas challenge <laughs> than I realized. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, that's an important lesson, right? You, you start with a goal. I had an idea. I had things sketched out. I wanted to sneak in. We wanted to surprise you. I'm like, okay, can't take more than two, three hours. That took nine hours. <laughs> But again, for the people listening or watching this, you're going to be able to watch this on Facebook on the Live the Fuel feed, and it'll be shared over the F13 feed, and this will be on the YouTube channel too once the show airs. But you'll have to like check it out. Like, I'm actually am proud of this. Like, and my wife, I would she, be. She did yeah. all the tracing, and she's like me, dude. She was like, oh my god, the lines aren't perfect, and I was like, dude, no one's gonna notice like yeah. do you remember what the wall looked like before I actually I actually feel bad like yelling at her in class to move faster because you, you did that now so I'd be nicer to her when she's here oh no keep yelling at her okay yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If, if anything I like when she comes home and complains when you've yelled at her and I'm like yeah. good he you're that's why you're there yep. <laughs> yes I mean sometimes physical fitness involves some psychological torture um, it depends on the athlete everybody gets treated the way you know they need to be yeah. treated here so some people don't like the uh more intense feedback. Some people like to be, you know, walk through steps. We have, we do that as well. Well, but again, Kristen, no, so you, you have to push a little bit. Yes, you do have to push her. Yeah. I can't, so I need you to do that. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> but that, see, that's an important lesson too, is that uh, a lot of people don't realize that, again, you've been running this facility over five years now. Yeah, almost six. Almost six. And it's not just the programming. No, not It's at all. not just... And I said this before in the CrossFit world mm. uh, because there's other facilities I drop into, and I like the community. We have we definitely focus a lot about community here, but part of that, let's tie back to functional fitness. The point of today's show is you need to adapt to every single athlete, and every their psychology. Yep, that's a big thing about what we do here. You know, it is a small group environment with our small group classes. Again, we do have the individual training and and coaching and personal training and barbell club, but the uh, small group class. Yeah, I still have to know every person in that class. You have a class of 15 people. Mm -hmm. Us as coaches know them as individuals, so we coach each person to how they need to be treated. Some people need to be pushed. Some people need to be you know, kind of handheld a little bit through movement. Some people need more hands-on coaching. Some people need one or two cues and you walk away. Um, as a coach, you need to be able to identify that, use it, and then help your athletes the best you can. I couldn't say it any better. 
It's not easy. Adding to that? It's, it's fun <laughs> now. That pretty much hits the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now, and so let's tie this back to obviously your your advancement, right? Yep. I mean, let's be real. I'm a business professional. This right. is what I do, right? And the biggest thing that I've talked about on other people's podcasts or just talking to friends of mine, like, you know, shout out to Corley and Jen who have yep. in the next city over, yet they have Cross Federation in Bethlehem. Right. And when I, when I travel, I drop in places. And the biggest thing that frustrates me because I can't help it with a business brain is nobody understands how to run the business. Nobody is teaching them. Well, some people are now, right? There right. are some great programs mm-hmm. out there now. Yeah. Yes. But you have these passionate coaches, and there's no, they're not taking the steps into the education of building a sustainable business that does build that amazing community around. Correct. Them, right. Right. So that's been a huge roller coaster ride for you. Yeah, it's been up and down. So we started, obviously, you said earlier, as uh, S Square CrossFit. Um, I started CrossFit uh, eight or nine years ago now. I think I walked yeah. into my first class. Um, it was very different than what we do now, and I think it's very different than what the CrossFit community has evolved into now. Um, I thought it was great. I always came from a bodybuilding background, a little bit of powerlifting, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Walked in, got my ass kicked, couldn't walk for a week, and came back <laughs> and signed up for an unlimited class and you know, went from there. I, I enjoyed the challenge and the competitive side of it. Um, dove right in. Obviously started the gym. That's where our CrossFit, it, it grew. It was great. But when we started it, I started it as first 13 athletics. That's knowing, your LLC. That's our LLC, yeah. knowing that in the long run, I wanted to kind of build my own brand and take my own knowledge and thoughts and approach to fitness and separate it from the way CrossFit does things. Yeah. Now, that being said, they CrossFit's amazing. They've done a great job. I still compete in CrossFit. All of our athletes compete in CrossFit. It's a wonderful business. It's a great way to start fitness. Uh, if you find the right gym that fits your needs... That's all gyms are, are different, so make sure you try multiple before you you settle on one. Um, so I think it's great what they do. I like a little more structure and uh, detail to programming and classes and how they're run. So this past year, we decided to rip the bandaid off, drop the uh, CrossFit affiliate, and stick with our first 13 brand and went with F13 Performance. Right. Because performance is what we do. It's a performance for each individual, how you perform as a firefighter or a business person or a swimmer or just an old guy trying to stay in shape, whatever that is, that's your performance. Mm-hmm. That's your function when we, in the functional fitness world, functional refers to your functions, right? not general, yeah. not what everybody's function is because everybody's function is different. I have a client I work with now and her goal is to carry a basket of uh, laundry up steps. Oh wow! Okay, so, so that's a lifestyle that's her, goal. That's her function. Mm-hmm. Like that's what a she needs to do. A basic lifestyle goal. Yeah, and that's what we did. Like she let me know when that happened. <laughs> okay. So it was it's great. So that's that's her function. That's she needs to take care of a home, mm. take care of her husband, her grandchildren, or you know her animals, all that stuff. And that's what her function is. We have Matt coaching a bunch of swimmers. Their function is different. Their yeah. needs are different, so yeah. they need to be approached differently. And um, it's, it's that level. It's that competitive level. You know, I'm yeah. gonna jump in no, on I know. you, but you I'll know. Have you, it. You, you have someone whose goals revolve around, you know, fitness as a as something to enhance lifestyle, right? So you're carrying laundry. You're able to pick up your kids. You're able to, you know, go to the grocery store and, and, and do stuff <laughs> like that. 
Um, competitive swimmers, whether it's you know, or competitive athletes, whether they're swimmers or runners or hockey players or whatever you're dealing with, or for functional fitness purposes, um, you know, their their goals are maximal expression. You know, their their goals are not necessarily health related, but performance related. So, and again, if if we don't if we don't meet those those athletes where they are, um, you know that's that's it's difficult. You know you can't walk into a competitive performance environment with goals of carrying laundry up steps. No, those goals just don't align. Right. You know, so we're we're trying to align the client's goal with their programming so, all the time. You think that's a big wake up call for a lot of people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's like. <sighs> And again, I hate to keep tying back to CrossFit, but that's that was your roots. It's yep. there's a lot of pros to that. A lot of people were afraid though of the word CrossFit. They've might have gone on YouTube and seen a lot mm-hmm. of bad joking videos because let's be real, there's I think in all facilities there's there there might have been that one coach at one time that wasn't that good or somebody wasn't keeping an eye on that athlete like they should. Right. Or people were trying to keep up with other more advanced competitive athletes and they didn't realize it's okay to scale. Yeah. And they yeah. totally misconstrued the psychology behind, yes, we all want you to work out together and enjoy that energy and feed off of each other, but that doesn't mean you try and snatch that prescribed weight that's an athlete that's five times beyond you. Sure, or snatch <laughs> right. at all. Or snatch it, at all, yeah. right. You have, maybe you're not, you maybe you don't have the mobility or the, the, the flexibility, the, the, the general fitness. Or the need. Right. The need. Ooh, good point. You know? if, again, if, if we're, I'm, I'm going to go back to that your goes, function. I'm going to yep. go back to carrying laundry up the steps. Okay. Unless you are trying to take a laundry basket and put it over your head fast in one <laughs> continuous movement, <laughs> you don't need to snatch. No. Wait a minute. So we're, we're I mean, I know that's how you do your laundry. We're not supposed to snatch our, our laundry baskets? That's, I know that's how Scott does his laundry. I think, yeah, I, man. I think I've <laughs> seen you overhead squat your Christmas tree at one point. Every year. Yeah, okay. It's become tradition. It's a fact. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, quick tip for you. When you go to, if, if you go to a nice fresh Christmas tree farm and they cut the, you, you know, you go find your tree, you cut it down, you drag it back by yourself. It's a very manly and womanly process, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they bail it up nice. Now it's a f- nice cylinder. It's great to snatch it right overhead and then drop into an overhead squat and pose for a selfie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do it for the grand. Actually, I don't know if I can do the selfie. I need a free hand for yeah. that. So I, I usually have to convince Kristen to take the photo of me and then she she busts on me and makes fun of me and the then complains. The proud wife that she is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. We have a great relationship. <laughs> <It's beautiful. laughs> but let's tie it back. So so what when did you guys realize this? So it's it's been a long time coming. Uh, I took my L2, CrossFit Level 2, and uh, some things kind of came up during that process about, you know, when we talk through the programming. I'm like, I, I just didn't entirely agree with their approach um, and what was taught to me in that class. Nothing wrong with it. It just, I have different thoughts. We all have different opinions and different thoughts and different mm-hmm. approaches. And that's what's great about being individuals. Well, look at how many so. advanced programs have developed right. just in the CrossFit world, right? Right. So let's let's name three top programs you guys have all probably looked at, studied, uh, that probably came from other coaches or top professional CrossFit athletes, I'm going to drop a hint on, right? So what's one of you got you know, off the top of your well, head? I mean, you, you, you see Mayhem Athlete. Okay, you Mayhem see, Athlete. Um, 
I mean, Misfits won. Yep. Jump Ship more recently. Okay. Um, a lot of people follow Invictus. Um, yes, I remember Invictus got popular a few years back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, Ben Smith Blueprints one. Yeah. Um, that I know Spieler he, has his own. He runs. Spiel has one. Okay. Um, so, I mean, and we pretty can go much on and on, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? Because eventually somebody realizes, wait a minute, I've got this one niche I really want to hit on, and the generalized knowledge doesn't take it to that level. And they know, or they've tested it. It's like you know, it's time. It's time to really branch this out. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're not even following. Again, the I, I like to clarify this because I'm a branding guy. Mm. CrossFit is a brand, a trademark brand, a registered trademark brand of. I, I guess we could say functional fitness, right? Yeah. It's, it's from that world. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's a brand. Yep. You have to pay for the licensing to use a name. You can't just slap that word on a T-shirt. Like they own the brand. You hinted earlier. You you, you ran under that brand for five years. Got your foundation built. Hundred um, percent. And then it's like you know what? I could keep paying licensing, or I could, you know, grab the bull by the horns and try and rip the lid off and step out on your own and build, and, own, build our own brand. Matt. Yeah. That's yep. what Matt and I decided to do. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I I was I've said this before to you. I commend you because. Dude, I'm I'm still learning the entrepreneurial way, right? We all are. We are. I think that's Every important. Day. A lifelong learning. If you're not learning, you're not trying, man. Exactly. You need to learn. But it is scary, dude. Oh. It's scary, right? Yeah. Like that was a big. I don't sleep very much. Yeah, but you know, like you did before anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and you have and you have a small child. Yeah. So, um, but it, people f- f- shy away from that. Yeah. They shy away from the unknown thing. They shy away from the scary thing. Right. And this totally ties back into. You could be programming somebody's new workout, and they're probably going to freak out the first time you set them up and you go in and train them, right, Matt? Like they're going to be like, "Oh, I don't know if I could do that." Well, like that's the point. If, We're if adapting I do it to it you, right? It's something that they're excited about, but they they see the value in. There's still going to be nerves. Um, yeah, there's well, definitely there's nerves. always nerves. Yeah. There's always butterflies. But yeah. you know, if we walk in and somebody's like, "Oh my god," I, I have to look at that program and that individual and be like, "There was a disconnect somewhere." Like, right. You know, I. I goofed or we didn't have the conversation I thought we had initially. So it's got to be something that they, they know what's coming Yeah, because there's like for those individualized clients, there's a whole consultation process that we go through. It's not just come in. Oh, no, it's, Hi, it's Scott. A, it's I'm a couple Matt. of hours. Hi, it's yeah. a few hours. Yes. I mean, it's, it's multiple couple of yeah, hours you're long committed sessions. for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Between saying. for you and your coach. It's, yeah. you, it's yeah. one-on-one. Your, your coach, Matt, mainly for our gym. We also have two other coaches going through the process to become oh, yeah? uh, individual designers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's your coach commits a lot of time to you and your programming there, make sure that everything you're doing aligns with your goals, with your abilities that you learn through assessment processes. And uh, it's a it's a great, great program. So that program came from Matt and I both going through uh, OPEX CCP. Yep. So shout it, out to James Fitzgerald. Don't forget Jim. And Jim Kroll. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Matt, if you want to go through a little bit of our experience with, you know, the great great guys at OPEX and their, Man, their company. Um, it's, I mean, we're not the only ones saying this, but it's the gold standard as far as education goes in this, in really? this world. Yeah. I mean, you can go. Yeah, it's, uh, a, no. can, it's officially ranked at that now or just? I, I think from it is. Everything, okay. If you ask me. Yeah. You, you, I mean, if you're in the strength and conditioning world, um, you know, the CSCS is yep. very highly regarded. Um, but in this kind of world, like the micro gym world, if you want to do individualized programming or take your programming ability to the next level, um, I think it's it's the only way to go. Okay. 
from an educational standpoint. Um, I mean, it's a big time plug, but uh, yeah, it was. You know, they're 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 doing a great job, man. They, they, they deserve. I believe in through. showing showing the credit where the credit is due. They deserve yeah, it. They, yeah. they take you through everything from you know the consultation <laughs> process through the assessment process. Um, when I was first made aware of of the courses that they were running, a lot of people were just jumping in and taking the program design course, mm-hmm. and they were all separate. Like you could take everything separately. Now you have to you start the program, the CCP program, and you go through it start to finish. So you have to go through consultation, the assessment. So even if you want a niche in one area, they still want you to build a standard foundation. Absolutely, of correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, it's like you're you know you, you go in for your undergraduate degree and you get your your prereqs. You okay. Know? Yeah. I want to be a let's say I want to be a chemist. You know. So you're saying I, like this? How do you, what do you call it? What's the name of the program? OPEX CCP. CCP. So OPEX CCP would be like your undergrad. Let's say if you're going to be an English major, a math major, and then when you're ready to move into a master's program, that's when you can start niching into a or a doctorate level, for example. Sure. I mean, Correct. that's sort yeah. of on your own. You you find out like you branch out. You might go to a gym where you know it's it's highly competitive, and okay. you know you want to you want to coach. You know, CrossFit games or you know whatever um, level athletes. You know, you you might niche yourself that way a little bit. Or you might go in the other direction and really go for like health and wellness, um, but that education platform sort of gives you everything you need to know to do to do either, nice. um, or yeah. anywhere in the middle. Okay. What do you want to add to that? No, it's it's, it's a great program. That kind of we decided to branch off and you know grow F thirteen as a brand. We had to do it the right way. Yeah. We had to educate ourselves. I I believe wholeheartedly in continued education and you know like i said earlier never stop learning so we looked at it we decided to jump it in together because it is a it's a year-long plus undertaking of classes and tests and final projects and we went and actually went to arizona for a uh, immersion which i was, remember that oh mm-hmm. man I, I say it to this day i've never slept so well in my life <laughs> as i slept in arizona and it was not a nice hotel it was just your brain was shot. I was Dude. so fried. I think I felt we were in mid conversation during a basketball game, and I woke up the next day. I have no idea what happened. I know I fell asleep, hmm. and I woke up. I just passed out just because my brain was so fried and full of knowledge from being there for those three days that uh, I couldn't couldn't stay awake longer. I was well, exhausted. I have an interesting question then. So I'm always intrigued by this because when I go away to trade shows or conferences, um, kind of like I'm doing over the next few days. I get excited to go, yeah, and I look forward to being a little bit overloaded. But the one thing that I feel that the better events or the better programs do is, how do they follow up to ensure retention of the information? Oh, there's we had we had weekly and monthly calls with them. Awesome. Um, they are very, very, very good on responding to any emails, text, direct messaging, Facebook messages. They are on top. It's amazing that. The guys there that are, you know run the program, founded the business, they respond to people like Matt and I, who are nobodies in the business. You know, um, the fact that they take their time out of their day to respond to us and recognize, you know, our questions is is pretty awesome. Nice, agreed. Yeah. So, so. we've definitely talked up OPEX. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. There so, you go. Go. Nice so that's where. So that's where <laughs> Matt's Matt's side of the business, which which Matt's right. big focus. He does. 
classes, but also his big focus is that individual design, and that's where individual design came from, mm-hmm. and that's where that model, of that part of our business was actually, you know, 50, 60 people deep now into individual design clients within our walls. Nice. So it's, it's I, I remember it's when you great. started the transition. Yep. You, well, you announced the brand shift yep. on the five-year anniversary. I did. Because we worked out that day, and then we all hung out, and, and yeah. that was fun. Um, actually... I was recording a podcast with Dr. Megan Cannon that in day the back on the, door. On the yeah. back ramp. I, back door. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, and you guys were running people like crazy around the building. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but so that's a big shift. That's a big move. Right. The individualized program. Did you expect it to to solidify as well as it was? Because I know you guys gave people the option, right? You say, "Hey, you're so used to doing group fitness so long. Mm-hmm. This is beyond just oh, I'm going to hire a personal trainer. Right. You know, this is yeah. a major commitment." Yeah. So I, I I had a lot of faith in what we're doing. I believe in what we're doing. Um, I, to this day, think it's group classes are great. Um, we have athletes that tried the individual design stuff. And like, you know what? I like the group atmosphere. I like doing what everybody else does and trying to keep up with somebody next to me. That's why we do both. Mm-hmm. We have athletes that thrive in that group setting. You have other athletes that have specific needs, specific goals, and are okay kind of doing working out with other people but doing their own thing while they're next to somebody else. Um, for those individuals, individual design worked great. Like I do I do individual design for my you – know, I have a coach. Matt has a coach. Yep, me too. Um, I was going to say, who coaches the coach? <laughs> every coach needs a coach. Yes. I, I've, I've and, said this forever. Thank you. Say that again. Every, every coach, coach needs a coach. Man. Needs a coach. Yep. yep. So, yeah, Don't we have – Don't hire a coach unless the coach definitely has another coach. And this, this, this applies to the business world. Yep. I Mm-hmm. You have to, well, you said it earlier in the that's show. That's why I talked to you. Lifelong learning. <laughs> yeah. That's how we, that's how we, I think it's how we uh, really got better connected was because I would come in and work out and do my solo thing. And then I just started joining you with the workout because yeah. you were better than me. And then, but then we would end up just talking business the whole time. So you would, you would improve my fitness and I would try and help improve your business. <laughs> well, it did something. It did, yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. something right, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great point is that, again, full circle back there earlier in the show, like, what are you doing to create that lifelong learning relationship? And I think that's part of this new programming too. Is that there really doesn't have to be an end. There is no end. No, it's uh, no end. through constant reassessment and consultation. I mean, Matt, how often do you meet with your clients? I mean, monthly. It's, yeah, it's an hour-long sit-down monthly. It's, but we try to. Yeah, it's an hour-long sit-down monthly. It's every day they're in their gym. You're touching base on how you doing, how you feeling, and if. If Matt's not here when one of his clients is here, I'm touching base with them. If I, if I'm not here when one of my clients is here, Matt's touching base with them. Yeah. So it's so you do have some redundancy set up. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. We both talk about it. We have meetings all the time. Um, I'll bounce ideas off of him. If I'm stuck with a client that has an issue or a need that, you know, I might not have an expertise in. Hey, Matt, can you help me out with this one? Or Matt, this client might be better fit for what you do. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what's important. It's the client that matters. Doesn't matter if I get someone else on my roster. It matters if I if I'm right for that client. That client's right for me. If I'm not, maybe Matt would be, or our coach Amanda is. is. Well, that's so. exciting too because you said earlier that you do have a couple of coaches yep. looking to raise up through the ranks, and that is important because I have worked in the fitness world and been in different coaching roles in different sports, and it's true you can't help everybody. There is nope. well, you you could try to help everybody, but if there's a psychological or personality conflict it's nice to know there's somebody else you could tr- possibly rotate to and if you find that click man that's worth it because yeah. that's that's only going to help the athlete or the customer or the client or whatever you whatever niche you're in 
Right. So, yeah, the clients would matter. So that's why they, a swimmer is not going to walk through my front door. I'm like, I'm going to add on my client roster. I'm yeah. like, no, oh, no, we got the guy for you. Yeah, you better go talk to the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so we sat down today and we're titling this "The Future of Functional Fitness." Yeah, and big we've, things, we've man. We've kind of built up some steam here. Yeah. There's there's some big stuff coming. There is. Right. Um, there's some real big stuff. Um, since Matt is working closest or working directly with the uh overall company that we're talking to i'll let uh matt kind of do the official announcement if you want to there buddy oh is yeah, this man. gonna be official this yeah. will be official no one, it's live on facebook right now so it's official. no one knows <laughs> this is no one knows so this is something that wait so uh, only the hint you gave me this morning i'm the only other one who knows besides you two and mm. whoever's watching on whoever's yeah. okay there you guys go for the first time um so f13 performance will be hosting the first ever um National Collegiate Championship through USA Functional Fitness. Wow. Uh, Labor Day weekend. The first. The first ever. First ever. Labor Day weekend 2020. This year. This year. Yep. So we will have an online qualifier. The event drops officially February 10th. So information will be out. Yes. We'll we'll make it public uh, February 10th. Um, The online qualifier will go April what do we say? April third through twenty sixth. <laughs> That's why. Hey, man, use the notes. Dude. Notes, yeah, I got dude. Notes. I don't know how you it know notes all this now. On a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're We're classic, next, classic functional fitness here. We use a lot of whiteboards here. Expo. <laughs> um, so the online qualifier will go April third through the twenty sixth. It will be four events, four tests that we'll go through. Um, the actual event, the the actual championship, will take place right here in Allentown, Pennsylvania, September fifth and sixth. So, okay, we're talking collegiate. Yep, So collegiate. we're saying these are st- student athletes that have completed high school, have officially entered into a collegiate level. Environment. So you have mm-hmm. to be on some form of a You have to be taking – so this is going to go between the ages of 18 to 24. Okay. Um, we have birth dates. It's official, effective, the, the dates of the event. Okay. Um, and uh, we're looking for people that are – that have officially started. I, I have the language written down, but it's uh, like basically you're, you're you're making advancements towards a degree or certification in that industry in some thing. Oh, any kind of as post long high as school you are post high school education. an education, so you, you could can be, be a going veterinary to medicine school person. if yes, you 100%. want to. As long as you're in a college program. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So why did they choose that? This was born, let's be real. There's, there's, well, there's students that are that build blue collar businesses and sure. stuff like that, and right. they decide yeah. to go could, a different route. I mean, route. if you're if you're in tech school and yeah. you and you want to compete, okay, try. Okay, do, do the do the online qualifier and, and see where you're at. So since this is the first one ever, is this only regional, or are literally you, are you guys going to attract collegiate athletes from all over the country? Our, our goal is to attract attract collegiate athletes from all over the country. So wow. this this uh, may, yeah, hold on. Yes. This is kind of this is big. It's I mean, real big. So this yep. May, um, <laughs> USA Functional Fitness will be hosting their second national championship. Wow. Okay, in an effort to qualify for International Functional Fitness Worlds. Yeah. So the IF3 is the international governing body for functional fitness. 
I'm okay. glad they're getting so organized. Yes. It's well, our, we have we have big goals. Yeah, um, it's impressive. With regard to organizing. Well, you said we. Functional fitness. Yeah. He, so are, are you officially will, a part of this uh, I'm, I'm working with these guys. Yeah. He has USA an email. Functional Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> you have an email? Matt at USAFunctionalFitness.org. <laughs> so so, so you're like, you're, is this like a volunteering coaching role yeah. to help guide, role. help guide this? My... Uh, I spent a lot of time in my uh, in my swimming career um, in in governance roles. Okay. So I worked like with, officiating. And- um, more like more like governing body type stuff, like uh, within Mid Atlantic Swimming and USA Policy. Swimming. Okay. Like, All right. Um, as far as like the structure of the organization goes. Yeah. Um, and when I heard about the IF three and USA Functional Fitness, um it was something that I thought was cool. Like they have like, there are goals in place to see functional fitness as an Olympic sport in 2028. Wow. So the Los Angeles Olympics, if we think full yeah, circle yeah, yeah, coming yeah. back I mean, to the, the ranch and Aromas, we are big Olympic fans. This where, is, we don't but miss think, it. think about this, right? <laughs> so the ranch and Aromas where the CrossFit games were competitive, functional fitness, the cradle of, of where all that happened. The Mecca. The Mecca, wow. if you will. If, if it could come full circle and then ultimately be an Olympic sport at the LA 2028 Games, I mean, that could just be that's, really, really cool. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, but anyhow. Uh, yeah. So, we're, so do you know what triggered all of this? Like sure. why they started uh, getting structure and getting more organized? Gretchen, I mean, I think Gretchen Kittleberger, um, okay. former Games athlete, um, she's the... She's the the mastermind behind a lot of this. Uh, she started the IF three, okay. and really started this this push. So when I learned of USA Functional Fitness, I reached out initially through James Fitzgerald at OPEX, and I got put next to the the right people. Um, now, does OPEX have an influence in this too? They're they're inter- yeah they, okay. they have an interest um, okay. just because it's it's a another way to compete okay. in functional fitness. Um, cool. But. I got hooked up with uh, Mo Morris, um, who's the CEO of USA Functional Fitness, and just started talking to them about how can I help. Okay. Um, this is my background. This is what I've done. What can I do to What can I do to help? So I actually got a face to face and got to sit down with Mo because he came to see the uh, the Commonwealth Fitness Championship event that was down the street over here. Oh, um, at um at the university. No, at uh well it. it Originally, I think, but it was actually out here at the LVHN. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking spot. of the uh, their first event. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like two years ago. No, this yeah. one this past year. Okay. Um, so I ended up getting to meet with Mo there, and you know we talked about you know I have my experience in in governance and sport, and um, just started talking about ways I could I could help with with developing that for USA Functional Fitness. So Sweet. fast forward now, we we started talking about some stuff i'm not sure how 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 in depth i should go into just because it's 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 work in progress but we ended up saying like okay cool what if we ran an event you know like nationals but for collegiates right because there's no this isn't a sport that's recognized in the ncaa true um so we had a lot of kids come home over christmas break from their various schools you know i represent i'm 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 on the crossfit club at this college you know Dudes from you know the from West Point, the Naval US Academy, Air Force, um, Air Force yep. that come home and they're like, yeah, you know, we we go to competitions, 
and that was that just sort of got the conversation started about like well what, what kind we, of comps do they currently go to though? They go to CrossFit like traditional CrossFit comps, yeah, yeah. like the Granite Games mm-hmm. you host, right? Um, two day, two day events. Yeah. Right. So we were like, well, what if we, what if we did one through USA Functional Fitness, right? And um, that just sort of started that whole ball. So because this in is that direction. sounds much more organized and it has a lot of legs to grow mm-hmm. and become and really feed the Olympic program. Because I mean, the Olympics, you like Olympic lifting, right? Sure. It's a professional sport mm-hmm. so when you guys host this event i mean i'm sure they're probably still figuring this all out but are we going to have like the some of the standard stuff we see in you know crossfit yeah. branded events right you know powerlifting movements olympic mm-hmm. lifting movements gymnastics so what's, there will what's be um there will be an endurance test there will be Ooh, a, that's my, that's my a game. strength test a power test body weight skill body weight endurance and then mixed modal tests. Okay. So the main difference you'll see, like people ask, what's the difference between IF3, USA Functional Fitness, and CrossFit? I mean, you already hit on the fact that CrossFit's a brand. Mm-hmm. It's a for-profit thing. Yeah. IF3 is not for profit, so nice. it's, it's different there. You need to be in order to align with the Olympic model. Yeah. Um, but basically, like CrossFit has hung its hat for so long on the unknown and the unknowable, mm-hmm. and the constantly varied thing. Yeah. Right. So you can show up to the CrossFit Games, and you know, Rogue comes out with you know this brand new thing, the pig. Oh yeah. You know, or yeah. that snail like a piece roller. Of equipment or something. Like that. Nobody's ever seen it. Right. You know, and in the CrossFit methodology, it it says you know he who can or she who can adapt and overcome is in turn the fittest right so that's who we're test that's what we're testing um that doesn't really fly in in the the olympics Olympics, yeah i mean these are official sanctioned movements that must be completed so there is if you go on the if3's website there's there's a list of movements okay and every year that's updated and it's basically like okay this is what you'll see nothing off this list is is on the table Mm. Um, so it really helps you with uh, designing training with what and you're training for. So yeah, so if yeah. you have someone that's like an individualized client, like if Rob's my client and Rob's like, hey, I want to go to nationals, we look at those things and we look at like the duration of a test. Like, you know, an endurance test is going to be long. Hmm. So we need to train for long things. You know, we, we have, oh, there's a strength event. Cool. So we know we need to train for strength and pretty much everything in between but we know there's going to be a test of each. Okay. Like you know there's going to be some sort of gymnasticy component in your body weight skill test. So you can't ignore that okay. because you know that's going to be you know 20% of the total competition. Right. And now, so are they predicting well I guess you 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 said earlier there's like different universities and colleges that have kind of like CrossFit related programs mm-hmm. and groups and teams or clubs. Um, so are you predicting this now influencing that? I'd and, hope so. I mean, yeah. I would I would love to see you know if the, let's say this event goes off right and we get through Which the first will. year and yeah, <laughs> we'll make sure I'm that a positive yeah. mindset yeah. kind of guy. So the event goes off, <laughs> it's successful. Next year we come back and we 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 reboot it and we we get ready to send it out again and now interest is way higher Mm. you know let's let's say um 
I would hope then that, you know, some of those kids that see it or that are into this might go to their school because these are all clubs at this point. There's right. no varsity programs. Like the school isn't actually putting athletic dollars into this. No, into this these is programs. this is common in the ski space. Totally I mean, a lot of ski clubs are all nonprofit. Right. And the one I used to coach for for 11 years was a charity. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even sanctioned by Camelback Mountain Ski Resort. We were just we just we were lucky we had a shack sure. to keep the kids out uh, out of the snow. Uh-huh. Well, so same thing. I do strength coaching for the Lehigh men's hockey team, which is a club sport. There you go. And it's not it's yeah, not so a, exactly like that. They get some money from the school, but you know pretty much the same money that any other club, yeah. you know, the the Spanish club you might get. Like, so you'll get some like, branded gear sure. and clothing. Yeah, it could be just you know. equipment. Like, our, our yeah. money is out. Actually, we bought you, you know, 15-foot of rig. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, however that works at their particular institution, you know, hopefully that gets more of those clubs rolling. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That's pretty cool. Like we said, the future of the sport. Yeah. Our, our goal. Because if you're thinking about 2028, yeah. Those kids are in high school right now. A lot of those kids are in college years, right man. now. Yeah. A lot so you're talking happen. about those kids now developing into these. We're trying to introduce them because the age group thing is something that's in the discussion too. Like, how do you get those kids, those 15 year old kids, into the sport and get them training in in a in a smart, sustainable way? Right that then allows them to be competitive as adults. You know, and I might be overstepping because I I don't have your knowledge bases that you both have, but it's like. It makes, for some reason in my head, because I'm a huge Olympics guy, we love watching those, especially the Winter Olympics, because mm-hmm. we're skiers. But um, it's, f- like, for example, gymnastics. You see youth athletes destroying themselves to hopefully get to that one less than one percentile to maybe get you know become an Olympian. Mm-hmm. I see this in ski racing, right? These parents, these kids expect these kids like, to be the best, and I'm like, dude, you're in Northeast PA, yeah. Pennsylvania. I'm like, you're lo- you might get a college scholarship, but like. Take a deep breath, relax, enjoy the sport, have fun along the way, and it, it could build into a you know a lifelong skill set. Um, but I find I find like when I see some kids in programs focus so hard, it literally changes how that child matures and grows. Like gym, oh, I, I hate to beat on gymnastics, but like look at the average gymnast. They don't become six foot four people. A lot of them they're so heavily focused yeah. into that professional programming. It literally changes how they mature mm-hmm. whereas if we're talking about functional fitness we're talking about programming and methodology that is more maybe more natural i don't know i'm, I'm I just it's popping in my head I'm functional intrigued. fitness think the overall arching after your competitive career is over you know we talk about having you know a finite number of competitions left in my game i know matt's the same thing yeah but that doesn't mean you stop Functional right. fitness is functional. It's it's Lifelong. health and wellness. Yeah, that's the overall arching goal of what we do. So yes, these kids want to you know they're going to bust their butts and compete at you know the national level, international level for their however long their duration of their career is. But it should be something when they're done competing, they can continue. Yeah, Lies, sustainability. Some mm-hmm. sports, you reach that point, you're done competing, you're done. Because you, you're either done because of injury, or you could barely walk, or you're, something happened. And we don't want to reach that point. No. no, I mean that's 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 left some bad tastes in a lot of people's mouths too. Is because yeah. if they don't really understand what happened, like a lot of people look at that as like, well, let's again, I'm not ripping on CrossFit because I, I was a CFL one coach. It was like, uh, okay, well, that person got really injured. Is it the sport's fault? Not necessarily, no, no. right? So nope. that's why I like where this is going because I'm hearing something truly lifelong, truly sustainable. And obviously, if it could reach the Olympic level, I mean, wow, 
that's that's powerful. Well, there's you know there's there's 36 international federations now in the IF3. Okay. USA USA Functional Fitness is one of them. Okay. So there's 35 other countries that are like, yo, this is, we think this is cool. Now those too. that already been established before mm-hmm. USA. So we're kind of no 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 no. Nope. No, no. no. Okay. Like over the last however many years, like two years. Two years of things. Um, okay. These these federations have come into existence. Okay. So this they're seeing legitimacy here. Yeah. Oh. Okay. We'll 100%. be positioning. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you get that many countries behind it. There must be they must be seeing something here. There's a finite number that the There's IOC world, I mean, needs. You, you can yeah. go on, yeah. The IOC needs some stuff, but like, you can go on and see. There's there's video posted on the IF3s, um, like their YouTube channel of coverage from last year's World Championships. Okay. So they've hosted worlds. Um, yeah. They've hosted Masters Worlds. I'll make sure yep. my VA gets those things linked into the yeah. show notes. That's your tag when and, you listen uh, to the show. And <laughs> you'll see there's 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 another one. Um, IF3 Worlds this summer is in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Yep. So outside of Vancouver. And Masters for us old guys is in what, Portugal? Uh, Portugal. Yeah. Lisbon, Portugal. Yeah. And then U.S. Nationals is in West Canton, Wait, Ohio. So there's already Masters categories. Correct. Yeah, man. Okay, so Correct. Even we, we started there's a chance, this. We started Scott. There's this. a chance, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only 42. Um, no, I mean, well, because we, we were obviously really focusing on the collegiate Mm-hmm. Level which we you're are. Gonna well, that's the here. new one. That's here. what we're doing here. Yeah, we're starting. So this this structure is already built out yeah, to yeah, the master's yeah. level. Yep. Okay. The the senior like the senior level. I'm yeah. air quoting for those of you listening. Yes. <laughs> um. So the the senior level, the you know the the R the RX or elite level that you would that you would consider for U.S. nationals and world championships, and then there's there's the masters age groups that are already in place. So we're trying to think what what Rob and I are doing and the event that we're putting on is going to sort of take it below that or just include a collegiate um, sort of flavor. You got to kind of bridge the gap. I really saw it in the last Granite Games we hosted here. Mm -hmm. We had a – there was a former games athlete, a teens games athlete competed here. Phenomenal athlete, great kid. But like, So what do you do after you're a teen – you're not quite ready to go up against Matt Frazier. Right, right. You need to. You There's still. A big gap. You need to. You need to bridge that gap a little bit. Give these kids a chance to continue to develop. So, what we do is we create an event for 18 to 24, so they can develop. So when they hit that 24, they are in that senior division, and they can now push themselves, and they're developed enough to compete at that next level. Ah. So it's like that's where we talked earlier today. I said this is kind of, you know. We want to crown the future of fitness. These kids at eighteen and twenty-four they're, can become they're, they're the, lost right they're coming up. They yeah. can become the future of the sport. Yeah. And if you come here and you do the online qualifier and you get an invite to come to our event and you win our event, RX men, well, not RX, yeah, just men, women, and, and team. team mm-hmm. uh, those individuals and those teams get an automatic uh, invitation to the twenty twenty-one USA Functional Fitness National Championships. Wow. Okay. So this is this is pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, man. well, very legit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's We're not just questionable. We, this we, is, this we is said on. big things, man. Yeah, I mean. Wow, dude, this is pretty mind blowing stuff. This is exciting. Yeah. yeah, we're pumped. So you you guys put a lot of hustle in to try and score this. It was yeah. funny. We were sitting here over Chris's break, and and Matt Matt, I think we were on a squat rack there. And he's like, Matt, Rob, I got this idea. 
and he mentioned oh, it just this idea. Hey, well, it's, and that's well, that's how most of our stuff starts Dude, here. Shit rattles around in my head. Oh, yeah. oh my god, we, that's, that's why I love this shit, man. That's like, how oh, most you never of this stuff happens around out. here. Yeah. Yeah, we, you know, it's usually around the squat rack or in between lifts on the platform. Yeah. Just like when you and I used to talk, and, and Matt, it's, this is Matt's brainchild, and he mentioned to me, I'm like, love it. So Matt took it upon himself and talked to a couple of the student athletes we had here training over winter break. Reached out to USA Functional Fitness, talked to his boy Mo. And they have been uh, they've been great to work with, by the way. They're wow. awesome. USA Functional Fitness is a phenomenal organization. Yeah, they've uh, you know helped Matt out and, and I out a lot. They've you know given us some pointers and advice, and actually given us a a decent length rope to kind of run with it on our own as well, which is well, kind of cool. I mean, that's that's a very good point to you know give them a little pat in the back too. Is that every new step is going to require risk and challenge, mm-hmm. so they have to take some risk. To see what you guys could potentially do, and they have to protect obviously their image and the growth of the program yep. and everything too. So, and that, and I'm not worried. And actually, when they listen to this, because I know they will, it's smart move because you guys do take things so seriously. Well, so, that's what we said. Like Matt's Matt's background with uh, policy and procedures and and governance is is perfect because I don't have that. But mm-hmm. where my background lands is that you know event management, event marketing, event sales, and and sponsorship sales kind of kind of expertise. You, you might know a couple things. I mean, why would Granite Games give you a couple years back-to-back of hosting oh, yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's what I did. For, <laughs> I mean, how many years in the Tour and Supercross, Monster Jam world, and whatever I did prior to this. Learning how to snowboard. That, that real job that yeah. I had at one point in my life. Um, Again, air quotes. The job job. job. Real air job. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I think that's, you know, part of the reason what we do here works so well is you know, Matt and I lean on each other for, like you said, surround yourself with people that are yep. better than you at certain things. And Matt's got some expertise that I definitely don't have. So we lean on him for one half, and I take the other half and make it work. Yes, sir. Power of teamwork, man. I mean, even though I'm a you know a solopreneur, I I still have people that I reach out to and I bounce ideas off of too and everything else because I'm like, guys, you can't do everything yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. I've gotten text from you late at night a couple times. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you rack your head up against the side of the wall a couple times. Reach out to people you know. Yep. Or build that team internally, and now you can just keep bouncing ideas off of each other in between lifts. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. And squat rack. Yeah, just because so. you're lifting doesn't mean work stops. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's why, I, we were, again, we were joking earlier, like, how many times we're like, well, in between trying to breathe and catch your breath or <laughs> not sweating yourself into oblivion, uh, we, we've had many good business and marketing conversations about events and everything. So yeah. and that's why I love coming here. I mean, and, and I love dropping into other facilities too, but dude, you're about to really rip the lid off here and potentially, I mean, you already differentiate yourself and your brand quite well. So, but this is huge, guys. This is cool. Yeah, I mean, no pressure. <laughs> Yeah, it's exciting, <laughs> man. Olympic flag up on the wall just to sort of keep the. I uh, noticed that the sport, like that? there was a new addition. Yeah. Eyes on the prize, man. Yeah, just man. Trying to keep it there. That's okay. Keep I got another your flag down to your collection. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're going to get one of my Hot Shots flags. Oh, nice. So We'll make room for it. Oh, yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. You put it down at that end. Yeah. We're next to the state police flag. Yeah, again, guys, uh, we'll, we'll post some photos. Uh, actually, at the end of this feed, because we're streaming this live right now, I'll take a couple photos before we leave. For those of you who've never been in this facility, it's, again, one of the largest facilities within a good hour drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like I said, we already mentioned Advance and Eastern. Advance, and if you go north, you got Nepa's yeah. massive. Yeah. So, again, space helps, yeah. obviously, for hosting facilities. That's one of the ways you've actually really been able and to differentiate yourself is because of space. Is big, yeah. What's, yeah. Great, what's great about what we're doing here with this, the championships, we're even looking at, 
to show we want to showcase the Lehigh Valley and what the Lehigh Valley has to offer. Right. Um, those like athletes maybe partner with a local college or those something. Those athletes that decide to compete and qualify through the online qualifier, there's a good chance there'll be uh, an off-site event. Yeah. Maybe some busing involved and you know, some yeah, some good. cool things coming down well, the road. That's true. I mean, if you do it here, great, but what if you set those nah. relationships at even bigger, grander facilities? No, it's about showcasing our area too. That's I mean, the other thing. Is there a headcount? What? Is there a headcount limit? It hasn't gone live yet. It's well, I'm saying, yeah. but when it goes live, do they set a threshold or it's whoever so qualifies we'll comes? Top, uh, We're going to invite people, yeah. Yeah, you have top to qualify 20, to come. 20 okay. men, 20 women, 10 teams. Okay. Um, so 50, 50 athletes will be here. 60, you know, 60, 10 teams. Well, that's 10 teams, really teams 80 of four. Total athletes. 80 total oh. athletes will make it here. So that's, wow. that's the goal for year one. Um, I think that's where we're, we're sticking with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then, I mean, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> How much more you want, man? Yeah. I don't know. We're, you know when it drops, our, sign up the for end the of online our normal qualifier. Time if, yeah. you, if you fit the age demographic. There we go. And, uh, Call to action. I like this. Call to action. Sign up, man. It's going to be fun. Uh, some really challenging tests coming your way in the online qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when's the registration announcement? Uh, the registration will open February 10th. Okay. And beyond competition and that's corner. We're, we're yeah. gonna competition this, corner. I think we talked. We're yep. probably going to air this show February 11th. That yep. way, as soon as you got it, yep. it gives it 24 hours of launch, and then we add this in to yep. help give us some steam. Yep. Yeah, so competition already. corner. We'll, we'll run everything through the WeTime app. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, four events. You have, you know, 23 days, it looks like, on the calendar to get it done. Um, you know, we know we're talking about, you know, college-age individuals. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere in April, you know, spring break may fall. Um, so but it, it sort of made it made the most <laughs> sense on the calendar. So, um, but again, we we open that up. You're looking at 23 days to get it done. So that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, you'll need then we'll, video submissions, and then the actual championships we did over Labor Day weekend. So colleges either haven't started yet, or you have that long weekend in September to travel. Yep. Yeah. into Allentown. Well, I like the fact that they're using technology. I mean, God, when we were kids, we yep. didn't have the option to record a video of us oh, working no. out yep. and then submitting it. Like, you had to make all those travels. And thanks to events like the CrossFit Games and the annual CrossFit Open mm-hmm. and the Granite Games, like, there is programs now allowing video submissions and right. everything. So. WeTime is a really cool app. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. been on that. There you go. Even another, if you're not interested. Plug, guys, we got... Check out the Wii Time app. Wii Time app. There you go. I'm not using it. Shout out the Wii Time app. This guy's, guy's kind of cool. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, uh, we're going to start bringing the show to a close. So okay. I always have my guest co-hosts help close the show out with kind of like an all-encompassing message. So this is actually <laughs> this is outside of the this. event, man. Yeah, yeah. This is like a legacy thing, man. Like you've gone through a massive transformation. You took mm-hmm. a big step and a big – well, we all have taken risks, right? Going full-time with this, partnering yep. up with Rob on this bad boy program. So – I mean, why is it that you do everything you do? Oh, man. Um, you have another hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sum it up, man. This, this is I easy. Love, you just got shorten it up. Yeah. <laughs> I love working with people and seeing them grow. So um, that's why I'm here. I like it. Hmm. Right, short and sweet. Rob? Why do I do what I do? Uh, I've pretty similar to Matt. I've always liked helping people. Um, you know, not everybody has someone to help them through life or as a mentor or a leader or a coach or a trainer um, to help guide them. So if someone needs it, I want to be here for them. doesn't matter who they are or what they need. 
There you go. Nice. So. Well, there you guys go. That's uh, live podcasting here at F13 Performance now in My town, Pennsylvania. Time. Yeah, congrats, hey. Matt. You made it. <laughs> I yeah, made it. And you, you, you survived. Yep. See? Yep, it yep. wasn't the end of the world. Still here. And I still can't <laughs> hold the microphone, by the way. So, again, guys, we've got a lot of dates. Everything's going to be posted in the uh, show notes on lilyfield.com. Just so you guys have a quick reference, uh, we'll have all the website stuff, the YouTube stuff linked. Uh, actually, this feed will be already live as of today, as we're streaming this right now. So at the end of this video, uh, in the comments, might not happen today, maybe tomorrow, uh, Matt, Rob, whoever, they'll make sure they add some of this stuff into the post history because mm-hmm. that way people can go right into the comments on Facebook and look for that stuff until all this stuff comes out. Right. Okay. So if you got a cool a video link from their Facebook page you want to share into it or whatever just yeah. I, I can I can post all that stuff too yeah all that stuff for the championships will all be rolling out this coming week the social media and all that stuff and then an event announcement so yeah cool yeah this is the first time it's public so we don't have anything ready yet it's all that's why I like it it's all behind the it's scenes hot off the presses there's yes, a really sir. there's a, a whiteboard in their office with red ink all over it there you it, go so. man you're hearing it first here on the fuel <laughs> ladies and gentlemen sorry guys we're gonna shut this down because well this is the hustle of life it's now uh, after 9 p.m. on a Saturday night, and this is what these guys want to do. So we're podcasting in the middle of a gym. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to close out the recording here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Matt and Rob have a lot of exciting things coming. We're going to amplify that to another level. I guarantee there will be another podcast coming down the road to help catch us up on how the progress is moving on. So, again, we're here to fuel you up. They did it today. Thanks for listening in. And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. Live the Fuel.